This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Sheriff Brown, come on. You got to hit this. You got to talk. You got to sing the chorus on this song. There you go. <laughs> go, Johnny. Go, go, go. <laughs> hey, this hour brought to you by Brewery Law Offices. And we're going to the Kansas City Pit Barbecue Hotline on the Eric Lee and Courtney Carson show brought to you by Earth Mover Credit Union. I, w- I just want to know, does the superintendent of DPS 61 know the song we were just playing. Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. <laughs> That's by it Chuck right Berry. There. <laughs> hey, before I get into the couple of questions that I do have for you, I just got to ask you this because we've been having a conversation on this particular show about water, we about candy, and about food. Okay, so I got three questions for you. What kind of water do you prefer, Dr. Frigo? Uh, just tap water with a little bit of flavoring in it. You mean what's what? The, you mean out the sink? Out the faucet? Yeah, out of the faucet. <laughs> I'm telling my son. Okay, I'm telling Courtney, my son. You, on you. you know, good and well, we used to drink uh, back in the day water back out of the garden hose. Back in the day. Yeah, out, the, out of the hose when we were kids. <laughs> I don't got a little bougie now. I drink. <laughs> it got to have an alkaline level now for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. I'm man, sorry. Man, I'm just are, saying. Man, you, done, been, you done came a long way. How much water do you consume a day, Dr. Frigo? I just got to ask that question. Uh. I have my Yeti uh, around 50 ounces. Okay, it I need be a little higher than that. I want you to go, I want you to at least get up to about 150. I know. I okay, know. I'm I light. Okay, then how many how many have you got Eric to get up to? Eric, at least every time I see Eric, I make sure he has a water bottle in hand so he can at least for me he drinks at least 33 ounces every time we see each other. Okay, then. All Am right. I right about that, Don? Yeah. Talk to yeah, me. Yeah, probably about thirty because yeah. that's the that's the water size I uh, I typically purchase okay. for Eric every time I see him because we got to make sure his health is together. Exactly. Sheriff, how much water do you consume? Oh my goodness, I said my cup is at thirty two ounces. I do four of those. Four of those, okay, yeah. all right. And you yeah. do a, it, it, and, and Sheriff Brown is drinking smoothies. Hey, leave him home, man. Look, no, I, I do. I got my little ninja, and this one here is actually it, it's kale, spinach. Uh, banana and uh, fresh ginger. Talking about I'm bougie. Oh my gosh! Hey, Doctor Frigo, quick question. Have you? And I, I failed to ask Councilman Walker this, but do do you? Are you familiar with Chico sticks? Not at all, sir. Mm. Oh my gosh! I got a culture. I got to I got to culturize them just a little bit. I got to get them a Chico stick, Chubby. Man, I got to get them a we, Chico we, stick. But, I, but you know something that's really old school and down south, uh-huh. and you probably don't know about this one. Get a pip, uh, pickle and a peppermint stick. A pickle and a peppermint stick. Mm-hmm. Chubby, why yeah, would I eat a pickle? And, my I'm, grandma in Georgia gave me those when I was a kid. A See? pickle and a peppermint stick. Yes, I know sir. what a peppermint stick is, but with coupled with Get the pickle, pickle. Yep, right in the middle of it, yep. Yeah, see, that ain't my thing. I can't do that. I'm 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 rocking with Chico sticks. Quick question, Doctor Frigo. <laughs> you, you can't be just I'm half rocking. hood. You I'm, can't be half hood. I can't be half hood. <laughs> <laughs> and now the, the last, what's your favorite candy though? Dr. Frigo. Favorite candy? Yes, sir. Uh, probably Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers. Mine, too. I just was Water amazed. Watermelon or apple flavor are the two best. I understand that. 
I was just amazed by the fact that um, the number one candy right now is, I think, uh, what is that, darn? I can't even, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I just don't understand why the Reese's yeah. Peanut Butter Cup is the number one candy. It's so messy. I don't I don't get it. But, I mean, I guess the world like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, you know? They might. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so um, then my last question. Is spaghetti in your household a side or the main dish? You're not going to like the answer. It's the main dish. See, it's a side, man. No, you know. it's not. <laughs> Depends Dr. Frigo, <laughs> you just said it was a, a, a the main dish. He said yeah, yeah. He, he already knew what we was going to say. And what? How did you know we were going to? How did you know we were going to say that? Because I've been to some. <laughs> oh, you don't want to say it. it it's okay. Doctor, F- what was going on? And then I Doctor, asked, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Doctor Frigo. You can say I'm your black friend, man. <laughs> he don't want to say it. I don't. I want to be. He's he's maintaining his professionalism. I get it. I get it. Hey, okay. So let's get to the real questions. Hey, Doctor Frigo. Yes, sir. So I, I want you to know that spaghetti is originated from Italy. And in yep. Italy, it's a side dish. But until you put the meat in it. Until you put the meat in it. And so right. we do a segment on this show called um, Ask a Guy. And, you know, black guy ask a white guy, white guy ask a black guy questions. And we just have a living room conversation. And I kind of brought you into it, if that's okay with that's you. Okay. That's okay. That's all right. Are we still friends? Oh, of course. And I, <laughs> I, I don't, I've never had spaghetti without meat in it. So Okay. That's why. Okay. So. I see it. So, but I just want you to know, in the black in the black family, spaghetti with meatballs, spaghetti with meat, spaghetti with anything, is still gonna be on the side with some side. chicken and some fish. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was fish. in Moment, Illinois, as a kid, I went to an African American family's house for dinner. Uh huh. And they and they brought me out the uh, the dinner, and they had spaghetti on the side, and I go, what? 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 And so I just asked them, "Your kid? You don't? You know, just ask." And mm-hmm. they told me, "It's that's what um, the, their family does as a side. Most families." Uh, that are African American have spaghetti on the side. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So well, I knew where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I knew where you were going. <laughs> My man. Um, that's all right. So let, let's, let's, let's get into a conversation. I know that everybody is asking questions about, uh, the magnet process, magnet application. Uh, yeah. talk to me, talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, you know, in this virtual world we live in now, every everything for the applications this year is online. Mm-hmm. You need to go to www.dps.org backslash magnet, and mm-hmm. there's applications there. And you can apply for either our American Dreamer STEM Academy, mm-hmm. uh, Johns Hill, which will be a brand new school. Mm. Okay. And then Montessori Academy for Peace, which is a completely renovated school out where our old Thomas Jefferson was. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, those are the opportunities our families have this year. And there's more space this year, and so there's more opportunities for families to take advantage of that. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Hey, uh, real quick question. John Seal Magnet School. Yes, sir. The park. Let's talk about that just a little bit because I'm looking at the basketball court, and I've been sent on Facebook. Everybody's extremely excited about that basketball court. You, myself, I believe that we can we can challenge – uh, Sheriff Brown and Jeff Dace in a game of two on two, and I believe that you and you and me would win the game. Talk to me about that on that basketball court. Well, I don't know who we're going to guard. 
No, I think that you could take Chubby. You could take the I'll sheriff. I guard Chubby in the low post because I know Jeff's too quick for me. So oh, I got I got Jeff. Jeff. I got okay, Jeff. Yeah. Hands down. That'll work. That'll, That'll work. work. That'll be our post COVID activity to break the ice on the court. That's what we should do. I think that two on Dr. two Frigo. we would win. Chubby got I'm, bad I'm, knees. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I just want to let you know, Dr. Frigo. Okay. It, it, it ain't, it, that, that's not going to be a good look, Dr. Frigo. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> Dr. Frigo got the jump shot. Well, he talking about under the post. Now, you know, every time the white guy in the park, in the hood, that jump, he got to know how to shoot. I'm he can right. shoot. He better. He better. You hear what oh. Dr. Frigo said? He better. You know he know how to shoot. I believe that we could take you and Jeff Dacey. Well, well, Chubby, I just. You know, the only hope I have is that you're one of those big men that put the ball on the ball on the court before you make your move, because that makes us all the same height. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go, Dr. Frigo. Obviously, he didn't hear what we talked about earlier, what I got MVPs <laughs> in, right? Hey, so so the sheriff is bragging because he has an MVP no, in every what? sport that he played. But I, I'm I, just I saying. What, I tell you what. Your knees are bad, man. My I never had no problems with my knees. I can tell by the way you Hold walk. Hold on, you the one came in here like you were skating, talking about your legs hurting. Hey, you know Dr. Frigo was a successful basketball no, coach. No, no, you so, ain't going to just speed past that like I didn't, didn't say but, what I said. No, somebody just texted me and said that you know that uh, Dr. Frigo was a successful basketball coach. Okay, coach. <laughs> right. That means he can't play. Dr. Frigo, <laughs> tell this man you still got the jump shot. I still have the jump shot. And the killer crossover. You see what I'm saying? I don't know about the crossover. <laughs> You're talking about trying to break ankles, huh? That's that, that's that quick twitch stuff that goes away. See, you get to be see? Ah, the quick twitch, huh? We talked about hey, that. Amen. Hey, so the Montessori, uh, the magnet application the uh, in that process, and we'll have, we're going to have um, a couple of uh, Zoom meetings uh, that yes. we're going to host for parents. Yes. Yeah. They can register on our website at the same link, www.dps.org uh, backslash magnet, and um, those are uh, Wednesday, December 16th, so they can get the information right before break. Mm-hmm. Or Thursday, January 14th, uh, right after break, both at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the deadline to apply is January 31st. So hopefully, you know, it's difficult this time to do stuff in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully our parents uh, can access um, these meetings to get the information they need about our magnet schools. Amen. And so when will that... Um lottery be held mid-february uh-huh. and then parents will get notified uh honor before march 12th okay got you so parents have until march 26th to talk, talk to us when when when, when what particular point in time do they have until they get to accept that uh or decline the magnet seat on the last uh where all parents will be notified by march 12th mm-hmm. and that will give them the march 26th so a minimum of two weeks to decide if that's the school for their kid and let us know to accept or decline the seat. Got you. Got you. Totally. I, so, I get it, man. And, and, yeah. and, and, and just as listeners, you can always go back to uh now decatur.com uh, and listen to this uh, podcast, this, this, ver- this uh, interview so that you can get these uh, dates and these times and where else can they find those dates and times? I wanted to make sure that people know about this because, you know, people always say, well, we didn't know Well, we putting it out to the public so that they can hear it, see it, Go to any social media website and find it. Uh, where else can they find this information, Dr. Frigo? The website, www.dps61.org. Always enter that and, you know, backslash magnet, and all the information they need will be right there for the application and the and the um, 
the virtual Zoom meetings uh, to get more information about it. All one-stop shopping for our parents. That's phenomenal. Yeah, I got That's a phenomenal. question, though. What's going on? Could I mean, well, uh, Dr. Frigo, could you explain to me, and this is the reason I'm just interested in now because I heard a conversation that was actually being had uh-huh. uh, on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the process as far as with how do you guys go by as far as uh, naming a school or, or what have you? Well, there's a procedure and a policy in place. It's uh, a school board policy and procedure where uh, you get a group, a committee together, a board committee. Uh, comprised of board members and district staff and some community members. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, get a hold of all the build. Right now we're doing it with the buildings that are consolidating. Okay. Um, uh, to a, have each building form their own committee of both internal folks and external folks, so parents, kids, uh, staff uh, get together, uh, have meetings, uh, talk about ideas, do surveys, do polls, uh, and – then into January, those groups come together and present to the board committee uh, their thoughts and ideas of what um, they want the school to be named. And okay. then the board will bring those to the meeting. Uh, the board committee will bring those to the meeting, let them know what the recommendations are, and then the board will vote on those in a meeting uh, uh, after winter break. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. I'm going to just be totally yep. honest. I I'll say the same thing that I said on Tuesday night and even on Monday. Whatever they bring to the to the board, I'm going to vote in favor of keeping the name Parsons. Yeah, I like I said, because I, 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 I knew where you were going with that. I, 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 just I thought that, that was a phenomenal uh, conversation as far as me being educated in reference to uh, mm-hmm. all that uh, encompassed uh, that name, other than me knowing the, the family members. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was phenomenal. Yeah, and so, I. So last year, for example, just so you have some context, you know, French moved out to enter- the old Enterprise, mm-hmm. and they did their process. And the one of the kids brought forward an idea that ended up winning in the in the poll was American Dreamer STEM Academy. Okay. And then the families and Montessori folks came together and got the Montessori Academy for Peace. Uh, Hope decided to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harris. Uh, decided to stay in the same as the alternative school. And then um, Dennis Dennis went to a dual campus approach, uh-huh. and they had Dennis Mosaic and Dennis Kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. So some changed, some didn't. And um, so that we'll see. And so that process is being replicated for this year as well. Okay. Okay. Did that um, help? Yes. Thank you for the information. That's phenomenal. Sure. So at, at – we are DPS is making plans to welcome students back uh, in person starting Tuesday, January 19th, uh, following the Martin Luther King holiday on January 18th. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. The return to learn plan. Talk to us a little bit about sure. that. Yeah. So when, when we come back from winter break uh, that first week of January 5th, I'm going to pull up my calendar. So I have the dates right. Um, January 5th, Starting that day through the fifteenth, uh, we'll still be virtual, mm-hmm. like we are now, mm-hmm. and then we're going to transition to uh, a type of in-person learning on the nineteenth, where uh, kids will come once a week, either Tuesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And one, and the parents who selected for in-person learning will be notified by their schools 
uh, which group they are. A Tuesday group will be the A group, and Thursday group will be the B group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so hope that helps. Yeah, that that does. Do we have a cap on how many students we're taking, or how many? You know. Well, uh, the information we have shows that we have uh, just over 2,600 families mm-hmm. that have selected for in-person learning for this first part. Mm. Uh, so, um, and all the indications are uh, we will have room in our classrooms to have those kids attend safely. Um, we don't appear to have any cap needs right now. Um you know, we also have to cross-references. I'd like to get this out to the community. If you selected in-person learning and are expecting your kids to come to see us on the 19th, make sure you have your immunizations and physicals done mm. because we're cross-referencing that list right now with those uh, lists. And so we want to make sure there's as uh, few, few barriers to kids as returning as possible. So I can't emphasize that enough mm-hmm. to parents. And even if you're not returning, you still need to get those immunizations and physicals done before your kid can come back to school at any point during the year. Right, ultimately. So, yeah. And that starts January 19th yes, in sir. person. So, you're saying that they need to have the physicals up to date by January 19th, day of, or, or they have to stay. Yeah, and, and the school has to have it on record. On record. They have the physical and the immunizations done. Right, right. Or they'll have to. Stay virtual. Or have to stay virtual until they get those done, yeah. Until they get those done. Understood. Now, for individuals that requested that they want in person, but at when the time comes they decide not to go in person, you, they still have access to the virtual, right? I just want Yes, to, and they just yeah. need to let that building know just need so to they let can the account for know. that, make sure they get the right right information for right. how they're going to be learning for those those weeks, yes. Right, so... It's, I just want to say this. It's extremely important for individuals to let the building know that because, I mean, they're not just going to continue on going virtual, right, as relate that individual that decided to uh, go in person. we got to let the building know that they are deciding to go in person. Am I, is, is, would that be safe to say? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. I just want to, I want to make that clear because some people may decide – not to go in person and expect to get online the next day and not have any access to that that system because if they don't, you know, a lot of people will do something like that, and I just want to make people know to be sure to make communication with the school building or whatever. Yeah, and maybe absolutely. we'll have somebody making communication with the families. We, you never know, but, however, we just got to yeah, communicate. A lot, a lot of our schools are reaching out to uh, – all of our schools are reaching out to families regularly but it doesn't hurt to get the message out. If you have any questions, concerns, uh, talk to your buildings, and they'll have mm-hmm. the best information for you, no doubt. Right, 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 most definitely. Um, that's good. That's good. So let's talk about this p- positive platform series with Jeff Dace, your, yeah, your assistant superintendent. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and and, yeah. and you're included in that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, it's, it's a kind of a follow-up. I don't know if you remember what he did last year, a uh, uh, similar type of night where um, myself and others recorded, and him and others recorded positive messages mm-hmm. about uh, kids that we had interacted with at the district, and then we shared those with people. Yeah. And I talked, you know, just to give a positive discussion mm-hmm. with um, our kiddos about um, 
how to be a, a, a good man, yeah, a good person, right, in, right. In, in the 21st century. So, no, this is um, this is a something Mr. Dace talked about doing when I interviewed him for the position, and I thought it, the more types of these opportunities we have for any or all of our kids is uh, is a great thing, and he, he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. and a great role model for uh, the kids in our district. Uh, Sheriff Brown, let me tell you about the first time I met um, Dr. Frigo. Well, not necessarily the first time I met Dr. Frigo, but the first time I met his character and spirit, right? Mm-hmm. I got a phone call. A child was harmed. It was in the middle of the night. So quite naturally, at the particular point in time, I was doing my community you know, my community work. Mm-hmm. And so walk. it was middle of the night, walking to the hospital, and guess who was there? The superintendent of schools. Yes, that that is powerful. About 11 p.m., you know, That's and I just powerful. thought that that was so great that he obviously got the received the phone call as well about one of the students in the district, mm-hmm. and he came out of his humble abode, out of his castle, <laughs> his sanctuary, mm-hmm. and put on some put on some clothes. He wasn't in a suit, but he ran down to the to the uh, emergency room and to see about that student. That you was, know, that, that's nice. I mean, I'm going to ask you this question. Yes, sir. Was you wearing a suit? Yeah, I was wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah, I was. Sweat, sweater, sweatshirt, and a But that just, that just does. showed me so much about his character yeah. and how much he loved our, our young people, man. Yeah. Because a lot of people just, they get the phone call and say, okay, I'll pray for you yeah. or whatever the situation may be. But he, he went to see about that particular person. Well, I tell you, people, that and that that's one thing is you, you have to, first of all, you have to show up. Mm-hmm. And in order to get uh, young individuals that you're serving or that you just let them know that you care because you have to show up. That's the only way that they even start to uh, acknowledge that uh, there are some people that actually, actually care for them is to be there for them. Yeah, most definitely. Sheriff, Sheriff I really appreciate about that, that about you. Ever since I've been here, that's been your message, no matter what platform you're talking about. You need yeah. to show up for kids. You need to show up for people that know, yeah. uh, so they know you care. So yeah. I, I, I love that about you, and, and it, it, your heart is in the right place. Well, thank you. I, I, I had a, a, a individual that was actually um, in uh, my facility that uh, had a, a family situation um, that it would be very hard for me to actually imagine if that was happening to me. And I actually went up there and gave him my condolences personally. Um, so, but you just have to, to let people know you care. Most definitely. Yeah, Most definitely. Absolutely. Uh, doc, Dr. Uh, Frigo, it's, it's funny you mentioned that the sheriff always show up. He came over to my house, but his pool game Stop. did not show up. Stop. I just want to point that Stop. out. His pool Stop. game did not show up. Ask Eric Stop. Lee. <laughs> Dr. Frigo, uh, when does the uh, Positive Platform Series start? Uh, that is uh, December 17th at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And if you want to register for that, mm-hmm. get the Zoom invite. It's www.dps61.org backslash positive platform. I'm going to say that again because I messed it up the first mm-hmm. time. www.dps61.org backslash positive platform. And you can register there, and then you'll get the Zoom invite so you can participate in this wonderful uh positive experience for for folks amen that's phenomenal that's great and so is it will it just is it just you and uh brother jeff uh speaking or do you guys have guests or 
I'm trying well, to. Well, it's a format where you can uh, register as a student, current employee, mm-hmm. however, however you want to be recognized at that meeting. So, um, uh, and um, we'll have a variety of people speaking and talking about um, positive thoughts, positive leadership, those type of things. Quick question before before we go, because I know I'm I might be over time. I don't know, but however, um, what's some of the most what 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 wakes you up in the morning, Doctor Frigo? It's the same thing I said when I first got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming to work every day to make a difference in the kids' lives in Decatur to make sure they have the best educational experience we can provide to prepare them to be great citizens uh, once they leave our district. Um, it's just all about doing great things for kids on a daily basis. That's phenomenal. And when, when, because you're this great leader in this particular community in this district, you're, I mean, you're the leader of the school district. Um, what, how do you handle and what gets you through some of your most challenging controversies? Well, I, you know, um, uh, there's always challenges in public education, like any other, um, uh, venue, what, gets me through it is that focus that um, when we come back to we pull away all the mess and all the interference and all the chatter we are doing what is best for our kids and that is where you always have to land when you're um, when you're struggling when you're having tough times I'm here to do great things for kids mm-hmm. and that's that's what grounds you grounds me to uh, get through the tough times amen hey do you ever do you miss uh, bat coaching, because I know when like the basketball season rolls around, football season rolls around, I, I see you. There's a twinkle in your eye. We have uh, conversations. I know when my my son played for the Eisenhower, you were like, "Hey, now Rev, you got to remember, you got to be a, you gotta, right, right. You don't be um, one of those kind of parents that's yelling at your son from the sidelines." Yeah, there's nothing. You know that uh, there's nothing like the experience of coaching up kids, not just to be good players but to be good men or women, mm-hmm. whatever you whatever group of kids you're working with. And, you know, I still get re- outreach from kids I in, worked with years and years ago. You know, there's they're summer high school principals, summer superintendents, summer teachers, summer doctors, mm-hmm. uh, some summer lawyers. And they, you know, every time they reach out to me, whether it's on Facebook or texting or a call, they still call me coach, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah. And that means a lot that, um, and that, you know, I told, I know, you know, I have conversations with them. I know I was tough on you. I know I pushed you and, you know, they say things to me back to me, but it was worth every minute and I'm a better person today because of what you did. So those are very special times, uh, with kids. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I will always miss that, but I'm impacting more kids in, in the roles as I yeah. roll as I progress through my career. Still coaching. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. Most definitely. Hey man, did we, did we, um, do you want to hit on anything that we may have forgotten? Oh, quick. I want to say this, too. I learned that uh, our workforce numbers, as it relates to this MBE stuff, are in mm-hmm. the areas of we supposed to reach, I think, 20%, right? Am I wrong about that? That's our goal. Our goal uh, is 20%. Our, our 20%. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in the area of workforce, we've been able to uh, get to some areas, some, some schools 20%, some schools 19%, some schools 17%. Am I right about that? That's what we're projecting at the end of our project, based on our analysis and study. We're projecting anywhere from, excuse me, 16.7 to 20 percent for the four remaining projects we have. 
So um, we're we're going to and we're not static with that. We're going to keep working to try to get them all to twenty percent or more. Mm-hmm. But those are what we're projecting currently. But that's unheard of. Does, does so. all, I know it's unheard of. Does all the listeners know what you mean by MBE? Uh, yeah, minority business enterprise. Right. And well, and this was this is uh, reflecting the workforce component. These are the number of workers on a, the amount of hours being performed by minority workers. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. Okay, so yeah. uh, currently uh, we're at ranging anywhere from a little over 9% to 16%, but with what's left in all the projects, uh, the, we're, we're, gonna, uh, we're predicting we'll be at those numbers. But like I said, we're not happy with that. We're going to keep striving to get them all at 20% or more. So uh, we are... Uh, Mighty work. We're doing good work there, and um, hopefully we'll continue to improve, improve those numbers so that the community truly shares in the um, money the district's spending uh, to get these buildings put together. Amen. That's phenomenal work. Anything else you want to hit on before we before we go? Well, that's it. Is that it? <laughs> yep. I hey. think you covered it. Hey, I'm man. We're probably over, way over. Too, I guess, <laughs> it's all right. Eric I'm probably going to get you guys in trouble. <laughs> Eric Lee isn't here to yell at me. We're good. <laughs> Right. You know, in the church, they say, let the Holy Spirit use you. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Dr. Frigo, thanks for hanging out with us today. We truly appreciate hey. you joining the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline. Hey, are, do you eat Kansas City Barbecue? Yeah, they, they have good barbecue here. Don't they have yeah. good barbecue? They yes, really they do. do. Oh, Courtney, yep. Why did your voice just, just kind of got in that, like, low, like the, Cause Man. you know you gotta when you you, you got smooth with that it, one. It's the smooth voice. <laughs> I look at food, you know, like I, you gotta <laughs> nothing. All right, Doctor Freak. <laughs> that was like that Billy D. Williams voice. That, you got the smooth. That smooth Don't voice. let the smooth taste fool you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick question: do you, Can you barbecue, Doctor Frigo? Uh, not very good. No, I can do I can do a pretty good barbecue pork steak and uh, barbecue chicken, but that's about it. Okay, so when whenever this uh, COVID, when, when we can get control of this COVID thing and the weather breaks, I invite you over for some of my uh, barbecue chicken wings that got some of the best wings in this in the city. I just want to point what that you out. Told me. Yeah, That's what you and, told me. and some of my steak that tastes better than chubby steak. I just want you to know that. All right. I tell you, I saw chubby at the grill at Southside. Uh, don't Sundays and don't pump his head up. Boom! Don't right pump there. his head up, Doctor Frigo. Do not pump his head up. You know the man weighed. 10 pounds. What did you weigh when your mama birthed you? I was over 13. 13 pounds. All of it was his head. All right. <laughs> Love you so much, Dr. Frigo. All right, thank <laughs> Dad, you. See you later, Doc. So long. If you want to listen to that particular interview with Dr. Paul Frigo, superintendent of schools, please go to nowdecatur.com to listen to that interview. What's He's doing some good work, man. He is. Um, it's, I'm just. I'm just proud of all of you. I, I yeah. am. Um, it's it, and it's you know. I, I sit around and um, listen to how uh, you have the uh, people um, talk about uh, some of the, so many negative things or have so many negative things said. But I always say, just kind of keep your head up, and you can realize that you always get criticized by people that do less. Amen. Yeah, definitely. That's phenomenal. <laughs> it's real talk. Yeah, man. Uh, you lo- you know you're like a a walking fortune cookie. 
I got a lot of quotes. Yeah, you will quote something so <laughs> I fast. Do. I do. Hey, Dom, I'll be quotes. talking to the, the, the sheriff and you say, let me tell you this quote. <laughs> <I'll be> like, <laughs> right. It helps me understand things. Yeah. It really does. It helps me understand things. I get on Pinterest or whatever, uh-huh. and it just brings everything full circle to me. Um, quotes and um, helps me as far as reading scripture and yeah. things like that as well too. So. Yeah, that's phenomenal. So, do you have quotes on your on your your, your uh, on notes, sticky notes on your mirror? No, no they, none of that they, stuff. They all they they up here. <laughs> they all up here. Yeah, because you never read anything. You just like, hey, let me tell you this quote. And I'm like, all right, Chubb. Yeah. You know, and it's good. It's you know, it's that good was, stuff. That was the uh, the Joyce Curry in me. My mom, she was good for that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. At this particular time, we gotta we gotta see what the weather's looking like. Uh, I forgot to do that. Yep, we also got uh, Tony Maven coming on. Uh, we're not, we're going to go in. Nope. Yep, nope. All no, right. No Tony. We'll All go right. ahead and uh, move that over then. Yeah, for sure. Today, we saw highs near 54. Bike riding weather. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 31. On Thursday, sunny with a high near 56. Again, that's some bike riding weather. And on Friday, a 50% chance of rain in the afternoon hour, uh, mostly cloudy with a high near 50. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and stay healthy, my friends. Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. Convenient, safe, and available now. The Crossing Healthcare free drive through COVID clinic, now located at 990 North Water Street in Decatur, next to the Crossing Campus. Reserving your test time online is easy. Just go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19. Testing times are offered in 10-minute increments, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to noon. Testing is offered at no cost to you, but you should bring your health insurance information. For more information, go to crossinghealthcare.org backslash COVID-19 today. I wear a mask for my family and my community. This is Kevin Berhaney of First Mid Insurance Group. I can tell you firsthand that I was lucky to recover from COVID-19, but it deeply affected me and the people I love. As COVID surges in our community, I plead with everyone to do the right thing and wear a mask or a face covering when you're in public. It's a simple thing you can do to protect others around you, help our local businesses, and possibly save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please, wear a mask. Hi, this is Ryan Spurlock, co-owner of the Brass Horn and Brass Horn 2 in downtown Decatur. I want to talk to you about what we are all going through right now and what we as businesses are doing to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. We are open for business as usual, and we respectfully request that you wear a mask when shopping in our stores. We're also cleaning and disinfecting on a regular basis, and we want all of our customers to know that our stores are a safe place to come shop for those that are special to you this holiday season. Happy holidays to everyone, and most importantly, be well and stay safe. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part. 
and wear a mask. We mask for our customers, our staff, and the community. This is Todd and Angie Mason of The Beach House. Right now is a difficult time for restaurants and businesses like ours. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic. But frustration and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community and our local restaurants is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing. And to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save local businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. I wear a mask for my community and my patients. This is Tanya Andricks of Crossing Healthcare. The mental and physical health of this community is my number one concern, and I get it. We are all frustrated and tired of this pandemic, but frustration and worry and anger won't make it go away. The only way to help our community is to practice social distancing, proper hand washing, and to wear a mask when you're in public. If everyone did their part, we could not only save our businesses, but save lives. Isn't that worth it? Please do your part and wear a mask. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. But lately something's changed. It ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. And she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late. Jess, you know I need some Otis Redding. <laughs> I do not wish I had Jesse's girl. I am fine with Elise Carson. <laughs> I need some. I need some childhood tenderness. I'm in love with my wife. Something, Jesse girl. I don't even know Jesse. You talking about Jesse Jackson? I don't want his wife. <laughs> Jesse Bates, no. <laughs> hey man, I, this is Rick Springfield. Good. Yeah. Quote from my friend Mark Birch. I got to share this because it's a phenomenal quote. It reads, a hundred years from now, it will not matter what my bank account was, the sort of house I lived in, or the kind of car I drove, but the world may be different because I was important in the life of a child. I just thought I I felt like sharing that particular quote because you are, I saw... Uh, Sheriff Brown, a, a a you know Facebook does the memory thing. They bring bring back the, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that. Set aside being the sheriff, you've mentored some young men, mm-hmm. and these young men have gone on to phenomenal employment and able to take care of their families. And I saw that memory come through Facebook, and the young man that you mentored at that particular point in time, he's doing so well because you were important in uh, the life of s- somebody. And you've doing, you're doing such a remarkable work in this particular community. I want to say this before I start asking you questions, that we lost Tony because he had he got called into work. And a young man, he's trying to save up for college and things such as that because right. he's about to go off on a full-ride scholarship. To He came come from Calvin Carson's Big Kings um, program and removed from school for two years and um, found himself in that particular basketball camp kind of life skill kind of program right. and got a full-ride scholarship coming out of the park, and that's just a beautiful thing. And I wanted to catch up with him to hear how he's doing. But Calvin was this for you. You've been this for so many young men. And just talk to us about, man, your 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 your, your programmatic thrust and what, what, what really, when you go to bed at night, what wakes you up? What wakes me up is, um, is the community. 
It's just mm-hmm. knowing that you can actually have some um, affect someone else's life to maybe change their way of thinking because mm-hmm. of your life experiences, because we all have stories. Yeah. Um, and you look at statistics, um, then I shouldn't, nor you, should be where we're sitting at today. Mm. And for us mm. to, to have a, a story and us to actually share, you know, what we've been through as far as life experiences and we're mm-hmm. still standing in itself speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, so I always, um, just like, you know, with uh, Calvin uh, and uh, I had, you know, obviously Roger Walker uh, and, and myself, is like, you know, you reach one, you teach one. And that's my gift back as far as uh, putting my time into someone else in order to try to make someone else's day just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what wakes me up. Amen. That's phenomenal. And, you, and, you, and you're doing that extremely well. Talk to me about your, because people, I don't know if people get to see your work. Mm-hmm. They know you're the sheriff. They know you were elected sheriff. Right. You elected sheriff. You elected sheriff by one vote. That's yeah. how important voting is. It is by one vote. You were elected sheriff. Sheriff. So that Dom ultimately that means he had 99 problems, but his faith wasn't, wasn't one. one. <laughs> right. So you were you were elected sheriff, and a lot of people don't know necessarily what that details and the work that you do in that particular office. So have. have Talk to me about some of your lows and talk to me about some of your highs. Okay. Well, first of all, um, I, I've been, matter of fact, just in May, I completed my 30th year. Wow. With the sheriff's office. Wow. So in that, in the same Congratulations. Just, well, thank you. It just seemed like it was just yesterday mm-hmm. uh, when I actually had, um, had you know, started actually working in the jail mm-hmm. as a correction officer. Uh, worked up there for 14 months and then I tested for deputy and, and been there ever since. Um, but it's always been about the community and serving the community, and I've had some great mentors um, to watch do that and actually pull me along. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when I actually was uh, running, it was six things that I talked about uh, they, uh, that I was going to do as far as a platform. And, you know, one of them was transparency with the open-door policy for law enforcement and community mm-hmm. we serve. Yeah, uh, fiscal responsibility and accountability to the taxpayers of Macon County mm-hmm. and recruitment of qualified deputies corrections officers to ensure the safety in our community. Uh, strong partnership with Decatur Police Department and surrounding, mm-hmm. surrounding law enforcement and community agencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, succession planning that focuses on growing our own and promoting diversity within the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And another one was to give a voice to those who have gone unheard. Mm. And, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the day-to-day uh, activities that we're going through, we don't realize as far as what we uh, we accomplished. Uh-huh. So I had the opportunity to actually put this on paper. And uh-huh. once I seen that, I mean, it was like, wow. Yeah. Um, and, and in a year and a half, uh-huh. I was basically able to accomplish all six of those. Wow. In a year and a half. In a year and a half. And, you know, the funny thing is... I'm with you a lot, and I didn't necessarily see it myself. I just knew you were doing good work. I just didn't necessarily see it. So explain to us some of those things. Well, a lot of things, just like with you, Courtney, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's things that we just do on the regular right. and then we just don't realize because that's our life. Yeah. That, yeah. you know, someone else pays more attention to it than we do. And that's just no different than when we, you and I, our, our friendship just, you know, obviously been knowing your family, I mean, forever. Mm-hmm. But when you and I personally became, you know, really tight was on the courthouse steps. Right. And that was us doing what we normally do. If someone else sees it. Um, as far as something else, but we were just doing in order to uh, try to help the community, and mm-hmm. we were able to do that. And that comes from actually having uh, relationships within the community, not just in the inner city, but um, throughout the entire community and the state as well. Mm-hmm. We're able to uh, to get some things accomplished, and yeah. that situation itself 
It didn't happen here. And I, I always talk about, you look at surrounding communities as far as, you know, Springfield or Champaign and some of the issues they've had. And people need to really take notes. A lot of that stuff did not happen here that which they thought was going to happen. And that's the reason why is that we have roots here mm-hmm. and we have individuals and in those uh, commitments and those relationships that was, you know, uh, made way prior to anything going bad. And these goes back to when we were all, you know, children growing up in the park together. Right, right. Um, but <clears throat> it was just some of the things that I, I talk about as far as the fiscal responsibility um, you know, we have to start to restructure some of the things that we we do and the way we do business because, you know, obviously our um, our population has you know declined. We don't have the same revenue that we once had. So, you know, uh, through attrition, mm-hmm. um, we were able to you know uh, some of the upper command positions to restructure what we're doing and just in for those positions with the uh, benefits and and all that. That was like a five hundred ninety-eight thousand dollars savings wow. to the uh, uh, wow. so that's the, the fiscal responsibility to the taxpayers of Macon County. Also, uh, we're able to increase um, revenue for uh, our general fund, and that was through uh, the federal detainees uh, because uh, federal uh, uh, people are in federal custody. Are we going to do air? Sorry, you you got it, Chubby. My, my apologies. Yeah, they don't uh, have. Um, places to house individuals to their cases are adjudicated. So uh, we're able to do that, and our projection was like a $750,000 to uh, bring in as far as revenue, and we were able to surpass that by $177,000. So we were able to bring in $928,000 that goes to the general fund. Wow. Um, Different things like that. Wow. So there's a lot going on. And you got to realize that also I, I have 193 employees yeah. <laughs> and I have seven different divisions uh-huh. that I'm, I'm uh, responsible for mm-hmm. and everything's going very well. And I could not have done that without uh, great support uh, right. within our office. I have a good team and you always put the right people in the right positions in mm-hmm. order to make sure things are going to get done. Hey, Amen. I know that's right, man. Um, <laughs> so let's take it back because you, you had mentioned it earlier as it relates to you knew the family for a while because that moment on the courthouse steps mm-hmm. and um, there was a, a shooting involving a, a officer. an officer mm-hmm. and the rest of the world, when that happened, was going crazy. Yes. They were blowing, they were tearing their own city up. Yes. And so on my from my standpoint, I said, okay, we got to respond to this as a community guy. Got to respond to this so that we won't tear our city up and rip, right. rip our city to shreds. And so that young people won't, you know, get harm themselves in a real sense. Correct. What was from a law enforcement standpoint, what was going on through your head? Uh, what was going on through my head is that we all have to uh, show a united front and let them mm-hmm. know and let them, you know, be heard. Um, I think sometimes and this is something that, you know, uh, the city indicator mm-hmm. um, that has done a very, very good job at if, yeah. as far as. When it comes to the alert um, uh, program, you have the uh, area leaders, education, your response team, and it's a united front. And that's something that I see nationally where, you know, you'll have a, a, a situation in a uh, area and you may see just the chief of police. You may see just the sheriff or you may see the mayor. But with this here, you see everybody as a united front. You have different uh, members within the community. You have myself. You have the chief of police. You have so many community leaders, and we're all together, and we're all you know that united front because 
many times individuals don't know the entire story. Mm-hmm. And once they don't know, they're going to fill it in. And usually what they fill it in is the wrong um, wrong thing. So, therefore, that's when you get a lot of misinformation out there, and that's when you have the issues. And so we just have done a, a phenomenal job in doing that because it's, it's about the, the team. And, right. and, and, you know, making sure that our community is safe. We need to lead by example. So I just believe that a lot of other communities can actually take note as far as what's done here in Decatur and Macon County and can implement that you know, in other areas that are, are you know, complementary to our size. Amen. We'll be right back. Um, we got to take a break. You want to take this one, Chubb? Are you sure? I don't have You no can't sir. make it sound sexy? No, sir. <laughs> Today we saw high highs near 54. It was bike riding weather. Tonight, it's mostly clear with a low around 31. On Thursday, sunny with a high near 56. Hey, running in bike riding weather. And on Friday, a 50% chance of rain in the afternoon hour, mostly cloudy with a high near 50. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. Wear your mask, wash your hands, and stay healthy, my friends. Memorial Health Systems and Decatur Memorial Hospital have created a COVID-19 dashboard to increase public awareness about hospitalizations in our community. When Decatur Memorial's got somewhere between 25 and 35 percent of our inpatients are COVID positive, that's putting tremendous strain on the system. The science on this is very clear. Wearing a mask, social distancing works. Find the dashboard at choosememorial.org backslash COVID-19 and listen to the podcast with DMH CEO Drew Early at nowdecatur.com. Springfield Clinic is committed to providing high-quality health care along with an excellent patient experience because your health is our job. Providing value to you is our duty. And caring for those who make our community home, that's our mission. Springfield Clinic, caring for you here. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. That's what I'm talking about, Dom, right there. That's what I'm talking about. I'm a blues man. You too. (laughs) Welcome back to the Eric Lee Show, sponsored by Earth Mover Credit Union. Oh, man, this, uh, this hour, too, is sponsored um, brought to you by sorry, Bury uh, Law Offices, um, and they're magnificent. Please check them out for all your your, your law needs. I'm gonna say it like your that. legal needs, <laughs> your legal needs. I can't say it as well as Eric says it. <laughs> My bad. Uh, You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.